0: And this is the last installation of the college day series. We're changing up directions at Really Grown Shit and this year really ain't been shit. So I'd rather reminisce on before. So I'ma talk about the times before COVID. After 2019, when I graduated, and everything was a dream but first let's discuss the black student struggle in college on the outside it's made to seem that it's a privilege to go to college but once you walk in that motherfucker you realize they let about anybody in that damn school i done seen doctors lawyers racists gentrifiers sextists Hippies, culture vultures, Uncle Tom's, Hotep's, you name it. And with black students making less than 2% of the campus population of 30,000, we're carrying the burden of representation in certain spaces we inhabit. As if I need to put my best foot forward all the time. When I'm just trying to relax and just be a person. And when given certain opportunities knowing to have to work 10 times harder to prove ourselves. As black students, we aren't able to really access the full student experience. Our time is really redirected all over the place because you're dealing with microaggressions, gaps in your education, and real life is catching up with you. Like I spent all four years grinding, but by senior year, my college bucket list was untouched. So part of my senior year, I was looking back at college like, Damn, did I really enjoy college? Long story short, my end to school was bittersweet. Like, I knew it was my time to go, but I didn't really feel ready. I didn't have a job, just moved back in with my mom. Okay, what do I do now? Well. It's the summer, it's that season Have fun So I spent that time reconnecting With old hometown friends I ain't seen In a while, a mixture of graduation Parties and Taco Tuesdays Oh, I was just free All the fucking time Anybody would call me for some shit I was in there like swimwear Going to parties and shit on the weekend, weekdays I enjoy day parties just to let y'all know But all them Ubers started to add up and I just want to say for the record, we need to have a version of Uber that's like Tinder where you can swipe on what driver you want because it's kind of awkward in the car when you're full of lit people and your driver's dry Or the driver's hella social and you drive cause you just wanna go home from work. And whoever does this idea, please credit me and really ground shit cause yeah. Anyways, so by the end of June, I was really missing Berkeley and my friends was missing me too. So I took a visit up and I realized I hadn't met the requirements to graduate. Bitch, I was one unit shy. I thought I had 120, nope, I had 119. Somebody gave me a no pass, I ain't gonna name no names, all I'm gonna say is that karma will get you, cause I was upset, I wasn't wasn't trying to take no more classes, a bitch was pissed, I'm thinking I gotta register for a whole nother semester, I'm stressed cause I really just put the cancel on, oh I'm not, told everybody I'm not coming back. So when you're upset, I party my anger away. I went to the Big Bottom Bash in Southern California, and I met a bunch of plus-size influencers, models, dope-ass queens. It was open bar. I was like, say less. Got into a twerk competition. And one thing about me, I'ma shake my ass. I got second place. And that's how I just relieved that tension, because in July... I found a class at the local community college, and I was like, yep, let me just take this class out the way. All I had to do was just show up, ready to exercise for six weeks, got my A, mailed them transcripts in, and still got my diploma on time. That was no biggie. And I celebrated my birthday, I actually flew up to Berkeley that year, again. And I planned myself a whole ass party and just had niggas show up. And then I learned the importance of relying on your friends because that shit was expensive as hell. No, I'm not fucking making no party for myself. I had fun, you know, popped a few fireworks, got drunk, did all the shit. But when I left, I knew that time was for good. Like, oh, this is my last time coming back. Like when I'm leaving, I'm leaving for good, good. That's it. And it hit me on that flight, on that hour flight. What do I do now? Because growing up, I was taught that college was an answer to my problems, not as a space for upward mobility, that by just having a degree is going to help my family get out of the hood. I knew I had to get a job, but I didn't know what the next steps were as far as career wise. And then rewind, I was in the GATE program in elementary school and that fucked me up because I was always equate my success to academics. I didn't know anything outside of the classroom and yes. I was that girl who'd be crying if they got like a B minus on a fucking test or some shit. Like I just had so many standards for myself. Like that's how it was. So, yeah, that first F in college humbled my ass real quick. But being in that gate program, I remember being picked on because I was the only black girl in the in the program and I yeah, one time I tried to ditch class and the teacher caught me. And instead of taking me to the principal's office, he told me to just keep going to school. And if you don't get a job, just go back to school. It was on some weird shit, I don't know. So it stuck with me. And when I had first moved back home, that memory came back and I didn't have no job. So I'm thinking, well, let me go back to school. So around August, I'm thinking, oh, should I just go back to community college and get my AA? And I was sitting here like, ain't that backwards? Like, did not get that in? I don't know. So I said, let me look up business programs, film programs. And if you remembered in my junior year episode I I really wasn't thinking about grad school my black ass was actually selling the prep books that I got for free I was like what the hell I just but test anxiety is just not for me I can't do it and I'm looking at the application process fast food making my head hurt and then bloop what the hell am I going back for see because you cannot come into grad school undeclared You know, you're paying out of pocket for all that shit. And I'm just like, no. I saw programs I liked, but I wasn't ready to be in a classroom again, virtual or not. Besides, I'm still salty about undergrad. I paid a school to be on their campus so I can make money for myself with whatever path I choose. An investment for myself however i went through so much shit on that damn campus by the time those four years was up i saw my degree as just an expensive ass piece of paper i paid a hundred and twenty five thousand for this shit the job process will have you like a crackhead for capitalism trying to pimp out your resume Hey man, I got this degree. It's in media, African-American studies. I got a few sociology classes under my belt. I done worked in poli-sci. I done worked with everybody. I got some film shit under my belt. I got a fire-ass resume. Oh, and I was searching. I had interviews, making it to the final rounds. Like, I'm really that bitch. Like, I'm really great. I would go to the interview, see a bunch of beige people. I'd ace the interview and get a no two days later, ask them for feedback and I get crickets. See, and when you get told no a lot, you you realize your worth. You also learn what you're willing to deal with. And I'm not trying to kiss no ass to get a seat at the table. You also just learn that racists are still racist and they're still present in our society. And the best way you deal with them is like our ancestors, unfazed until you put hands on me. And since everyone butchers my name up, I put a pronunciation key on my resume, right? And I will still meet employers who still call me Tasha, Tushia, some other shit. I don't fucking know. And I'm just like, y'all really don't read here. Motherfucker's still dumb. Anyways, from May to November, it was like this anxiety-filled period in my life. Like, it's hard to plan because you don't know what's going on yet. You just want to keep rolling with the punches until you get something good. And then, just hit in a pandemic, you wanna distract the unemployment by reuniting with friends, but damn. I love my friends, but from a distance. Like all face taught me on your birthday, I ain't catch a COVID, no ma'am, no turkey, no ham, shit. They about to close it back up the streets again. It's confusing wanting to figure out which direction to go to and how to go about it. You know, you look at shit unfairly because you'll see someone else doing the shit that they want to do. And you're like, did I waste my time? Did I waste my money? Was college the right thing to do? You know, I was just tore up from the flow up. And worse is when people think you haven't been trying. But y'all understand how hard it is to put 150 applications, get about seven callbacks, three interviews, and no offers. Oh, that was killing me. Oh, and a bitch was trying to live her life. So I had bought tickets for some festival in July saying that I'm going to have a job sometime in between so I can save up money for the festival. Comes November, I have to go to Vegas for this damn day in Vegas festival with $30 to my name. I still had fun though. It was cool. And then, as soon as I touched down from Vegas, I got an offer. A seasonal gig at Victoria's Secret. And I was like, oh shit, this is all I can get? Oh, I was pissed. But I was like, grateful too. I was like, I spent all this time in college and this is the first thing I get? But I treated that job like my life depended on it, thinking that I was going to be working with this company till I become assistant manager some type of shit like that. But it's a seasonal gig. So once the season is over, they get to stepping. So I looked again, and I started to incorporate the gym so I can be more productive in my days and just stop sitting around the house. And then I was working with a temp agency to find a position. And let me just say... Don't do it unless you run out of options because that will have you running around like a chicken with your head cut off, okay? That is the do or die last situation. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they say. That is the last damn place you step in is a temp agency. Cause they just dropped my black ass off somewhere in Glendale and I live in Inglewood. That is far. I need a new assignment ma'am's help, excuse me. Then they put me in this one startup that shut down before my assignment was over. And I was like, okay, what's next? The next one, I just quit, cause I was fed up. It was also the commute, the toxic work environment. I wasn't getting paid enough. I was fed up. I told y'all I knew my worth and I knew what I was about to pull up with. And right after I quit that job, COVID hit. And just like y'all, my anxiety went through the roof. Shit, March, April, May was just some rough-ass months. The government was playing with my money. Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. That's a true statement, okay? And I ain't got to tell y'all how the rest of the year went because we got the quarantine chronicles for that. I had a lot of expectations for my life after college, trying to manifest without rest, thinking that I could go on overdrive like I did in college This whole entire time, this whole entire year, I have been sleeping more, resting more, doing all this stuff to take care of myself mentally, because I know once I sign up for some full-time shit, I'm there full-time. No, no, no. So, literally, I've just been doing a bunch of creative stuff, right? And then I got a blessing in disguise. In July, I got my dream entertainment industry internship if you know you know and i just put myself out there and it was a great experience i got connected with an amazing team of leaders and inspirations free swag at the end of the program learned a lot about myself the business world a lot of shit but the main thing i learned about myself i'm creative as hell So when the internship ended in September, instead of me going back to the job process, I decided to fully commit myself on my creative journey. So I'm currently writing my first movie right now, and that's some really grown shit because I didn't go to school for this. I'm also dabbling in photography, art, fashion, like I want to customize clothes. I do a whole bunch of shit, like even... Even having visual episodes of really grown shit where y'all can see my face. Ain't that something? And then we fast forward to today. You know, I've been resting, reading, writing, and all that creative shit too. And I look back and say I was in such a big hurry to hop in the workforce and make that money. To the point where the money was about to make me. But we're not gonna let that happen. Because in hindsight, I needed to rest and regroup so I could fight another day. I'm actually glad that COVID happened when it did because I was going in full overdrive and this just put a halt on everything. I'm like, I'm sad. But my mental health is like, thank you for slowing the fuck down. I had to let myself be selfish, figure out what I want in life because the past 22 years I wasn't living for myself. I was living other people's expectations of me, and I really relied on the support of others to do what I wanted to do. And now I'm going in a direction where advice is offered, but it doesn't have to be taken. It's a slow journey, but acknowledgement is the first step. And I look back to when I first created this podcast, and I told myself this was to break down the stigma that only a strong person can go to school As black folks, we're complex beings and you just have to be determined to get out of your current situation to see change. You know, the great Nipsey Hussle once said, the marathon continues. And it's kind of dope to hear how I grew into this introspective queen over time. Like, listening to the first episode is just so adorable. Oh, I was so young. And with the collaboration of therapy, which is something we need to normalize, regardless if you're going through shit or not, if it wasn't for therapy, I wouldn't have been able to be this vocal. One of the things you learn is that school can only take you so far. You can't go to school to learn about life. Life just happens. I finessed my degree. I've been employed, still unemployed. I feel great. I'm fine taking my time. Nothing more, nothing less. Anything stressful, eliminated, it's out the fucking box. And to anybody who is in this funk, in this really weird funk, I say nine times out of 10, if you didn't get a job right after college or go to grad school, you have some other shit to do. It might be a mental journey. It might be a physical journey. It could be whatever. You might return back to your city. You might go on a spiritual trip. But the main thing is that allow redirection to happen it helps you see things from another perspective. It's your life. You live it how you want to live it. And I had to learn how to be content and make the best out of my situations. In this unlearning process of school, I constantly remind myself, Tashia, be proud of that degree. You earned it don't be defined by it. It's certainly an accomplishment, but it's not worth nothing if you use it as a tool to distance yourself. Your degree is another path in the blanket that covers the community, that protects the community, that keeps the community safe. It allows us to teach, to advance, to employ, and to inspire. Like it or not, we got this shit for everybody. So, So stay tuned for the next episode of Really Grown Shit, where I break down the sugar honey iced tea. You heard me? Yes, how I got my shit together. That is the next episode. Stay tuned.